Z. diff, spores, and more is brought to you by Clorox Healthcare, trusted solutions for your infection prevention needs. Visit us on the web at CloroxHealthcare.com. Welcome to C. diff, spores, and more with your host, Nancy Kerala. We are here to discuss C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here's your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome to the program, and we welcome our listeners joining us on this fantastic Tuesday. We would like to thank our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare, for making this program possible. Please visit the Clorox Healthcare website to learn more about their products, keeping environments safer. CloroxHealthcare.com forward slash Radio. It's a great pleasure today to welcome our guest, Kevin Hirsch, international health coach, joining us to discuss victim or victor, ways to move forward, anchor versus launch pad. At this time, I'd like to welcome our guest to the program. Thanks for joining us today, Kevin. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me today, Nancy. Well, we are so glad you took time out of your busy schedule to join us, Kevin. And you have so much in-depth information to share with our global listeners today. And, you know, victim versus victor. That's a really, really grabbing, you know, uh, title and a lot to be involved in that. So maybe you can start us off by defining what's a victim of circumstance, you know, I'm so happy to do this program today, and, and I have to say that when we talk about the victim of circumstance, so in the, in the broadest sense of the word, it refers to someone who suffers a loss but did nothing to cause that loss. So a uh, mm-hmm. victim of circumstance usually means that you have to be harmed or inconvenienced or, or some significant element to your life, no action of your own, has affected you. Now, sometimes a failure to do something can even make you a victim like you saw a structure crumbling and you did nothing to report it. And as a result, it fell upon your house. And when that happens, some loss occurred, like a person was hurt, a pet was lost, you name it, it could happen. And you are therefore a victim. And so I might, uh, I might even become a victim just because I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, for instance, my car went out of control or it didn't start or coffee spilled on me. I fell ill or Exactly. And Kevin, so would you classify those as some examples of being a victim? Yeah, a a person who suffers uh, from a destructive or injurious action, um, you know, a victim victim of an automobile accident, for example, uh, a person who's been deceived or cheated uh, uh, as by his own emotions or ignorance, uh, either way, by the dishonesty of others or by some impersonal that. Exactly. And I'm going to just share, uh, you know, a lot of patients um, being in healthcare are patients who are stricken with a long-term illness or uh, even a, a bout of um, C. difficile infection. Um, they actually, right. after a while, become feeling like the victim. And Kevin, what's looking at someone, what is the behavior of signs of being a victim? You, you know, um, yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to address a couple of things here. Um, when you're looking at someone in regards to, let's say, abuse, uh, neglect, or exploitation of someone that you might know, let's just put it into that frame for a moment. Um, perhaps the most difficult aspect of recognizing the signs and symptoms of abuse and neglect is that individuals with developmental disabilities may, uh, may exhibit certain physical and or um, 
you know, behavioral traits due to the nature of their disability. So as a result, it's important to recognize changes in behavior and health, like stress, uh, particularly those associated with a disability. And the, um, as potential abuse indicators, it's also important to note that there's no universal response. So um, above all else, you need to be mindful of sudden changes in physical behavior or financial status of someone with a, with a disability. That may be the result of a past or ongoing incidence of abuse, neglect, exploitation, you name it, and, uh, and quite well. While we each are a victim of abuse, neglect, or exploitation, well, we respond differently, don't we? Mm-hmm. And the ability to research data reveals it. It's like, you know, you can read about it. It's the presence of the certain physical and behavioral indicators are highly correlated with the abusive situation. Right. Right, so maybe there are some signs of the victim and the mentality of a victim? There are, there are. There's, uh, there's several, actually, and um, if I can just go over those. Please um, do. Thank say. you. Yeah, please. Thank you. Um, it's pretty simple. It's, it, what you want to be is, um, if you're mentally victimized or you have a victim mindset, let's say, let's make it your goal to be free to ascend to your own I mean, past your own limitations. Um, and it's a necessary step to get there, but you can't do that unless you get past the victim mindset or the victimhood, quote. So a victim is someone who believes sincerely that they're at the bottom end of some personal conspiracy that the forces of the universe, if you will, conspire against that person. And ironically, it's the belief and the result of endless gathering of evidence by the victim to prove that very point. You know, it's, it's, I'm going to segue off for a second. It's like you complain enough to your friends and your friends leave you and you say to yourself, yeah, they weren't my friends after all. Uh, so it's often difficult for the victim to see through that clouded paradigm to, of self-deceit defeat. So may I give you like 10 examples of uh, victim mentality? Please do. Thank you. Yeah, I hope they. Sh- I, uh, I hope they said some clarity. There's uh, the failure to accept responsibility. That is huge. If you don't, uh, the person who does nothing to absolve him or herself from the personal responsibility for any aspect of their lives, well, the result is the following symptom. That's the serial blamer. That's number two, right? You're always blaming everybody. The person absolves themselves from responsibility by appointing blame to everyone else around them in every circumstance. It's never my fault. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the victim. I didn't do it. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so then from that, they start to rationalize. They start drawing creatively from the circumstance and blame external factors. They're all creative energies used to construct the, the perfect prison for themselves, the, the little box that they find in their comfort zone. And the next one is uh, feeling helpless. If you say something often enough, you'll start to believe it, won't you? Victims start believing this construct in their minds, and they're designed to help them be safe from their own accountability. Again, we're not dealing with our own responsibilities, right? And it results Mm -hmm. in extreme feelings of helplessness and isolation, right? And so uh, this then results in the next one, which is self-pity. And keep in mind, this can be either conscious or unconscious. This is just the flow of human behavior. When we talk about self-pity, 
they feel sorry for themselves. It's a vicious cycle where the serial blamer tends to rationalize, uh, then begin to feed more self-pity by continuing the cycle of creating more forces that step in their way. Um, mm-hmm. and, they, and then they often, to result, are living in the past. You've seen my posts on my Facebook page before. I put in, stop looking in the rearview mirror, look forward. Well, unfortunately, when you're living in the past, it's a failure to accept responsibility. We're going to go all the way back to the beginning again. And mm-hmm. um, when you don't accept responsibility, you're not living in the present. And this person then will seek either solemn in the past, where things were more simple. Remember back in the day, oh, it used to be so good, and you find this short-term comfort there. So resort to blaming the past in the past for the current state of the environment. They tend to, well... Focus on the problems. And when you focus on the problems, you're not seeing any solutions. So they occupy themselves with the negativity, the problems. They're often more um, complain about any opportunity that comes along. Victims, they love attention and validation, and they'll relish any chance to complain about their problems. During this B-I-T-C-H fit, they will often say, well... If only, uh, hey, what if, um, and, and come up with rationale again. And it's a sure sign of victim mentality when they do that. They don't accept things and support regrets like a crucifix, unfortunately. They then continue to cycle by condemning themselves. Mm-hmm. And you can see how this cycle goes, right, Nancy? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A, woe is me. I'm useless. There's too many forces against me. I, if only things were easy, easier, uh, oh gosh, let me keep going. Um, just like in the good old days, the summation of the victims throughout the pattern, it, it clearly disguised by the rationalizer and the blamer. It will often sound more like, well, I tried my best, but uh, my best just wasn't good enough, and the wind was blowing in the opposite direction, and you know, if it wasn't blowing in the opposite direction, I, I wouldn't have done this, that, or the other, and as a result of the wind, I'm completely covered with whatever, you know, and mm-hmm. you just, you go through this chain of events where everybody is, and everything is the cause of the problem that you initiated. And so then mm-hmm. there's separation of self. And I'm going to leave it at that one where the, the victims separate themselves from anything that resembles responsibility and they are separating themselves from the solution. They're not looking at the solution. They're as good as playing the waiting game as they are playing the blame game. And I often find that very true with a lot of the folks I work, uh, I attempt to work with. I, I talk to folks about being clients, and I'll get back to you tomorrow. I'll get back to you next week. I'll get back to you in a month. I'll get back to blah, blah, blah. And, it's like, and it goes on and on, and it's, they're just not grasping on uh, to themselves and the reality. Okay. So those well, thank you. Thank you, Kevin, yeah. and thanks for explaining each one of them. And it makes perfect sense uh, about the cycle and how it re- always refers back to the accept responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Kevin, before we go to break, what does having the victim mentality affect all aspects of, of life? Oh, my gosh. It, it affects everything. It affects your body, mind, and finances. It affects your relationships, the ability to make friends, the ability to be social. It, it um it, it, it stops you from being the person that you want to be. Uh, and it's self-sabotaging. And that's one of the things that, that uh, also is um, the victim mentality, self-sabotage. You know you're going to crash, so why shouldn't you control that crash and self-sabotage your future? Okay. 
Well, Kevin, we are already going to pause for a commercial break. And when we um, return, we'll continue discussing victim or victor. Uh, Anchor versus versus Launchpad. Yeah, I knew it was there somewhere. (laughs) Um, Stay tuned. We'll return after these messages from our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. Join us on November 8th and 9th at the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Philadelphia Airport Hotel. For conference information and to register online, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org or call the main office at 919-201-1512. We can't wait to see you at this year's conference. Call 919-201-1512 or visit cdifffoundation.org and we'll see you in November. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure to reintroduce our guest, Kevin Hirsch, International Health Coach. Welcome back to the program today, Kevin. Hey, Nancy. Thank you for having me today. Well, thank you so much, and we're so glad for you being here discussing Victim and Victor, Anchor versus Launchpad. And, Kevin, uh, before break, we were talking about the victor's mentality. And Mm -hmm. can you just tell us briefly, victim mentality, I know it allows us to justify what is happening to us, but 
in your opinion, why is it so toxic? Right. And so, so what I'd like to do is let's just change the words victim mentality to victim mindset. Because this is, a, this is something that we impose on ourselves, and it's the way, it's the process in which we resolve our issues going forward. It's, oh, here's a problem, this is how I'll solve it. So if I take the victim mindset and use it, this is why it's toxic. It doesn't allow us to address reality. And we continually look to the past or others to solve our problem. Like, here's my problem, I broke this or it was broken by somebody else, it's now mine, now you fix it. You see, that doesn't, that doesn't empower me to grow in any way. So that's one of the reasons it's really toxic. And the next one, and I'm gonna say that, that we become, everyone listening, becomes intoxicated with the victim mindset. You're capable of becoming intoxicated. It's, it's like a drug. It's addictive. It gives us momentary pleasure. I'm right, I feel good, this is great. Uh, and, 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 but it's short term. But at that moment, at that little slice um, between stimulus and resolve, there's this little piece of time in there, and we believe it's for the long term. We actually believe, oh, that'll solve the problem forever. And the other is it, it, it separates us from reality by not taking responsibility and full control. And we're going to go all the way back to number one. Remember that, Nancy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Absolutely. Yep, it, it takes us right back to the beginning of the cycle. Yes, it does. And it does. Kevin, can you take a minute to define what's victim blaming? Yeah, right. Victim blaming, uh, and that's and that's really interesting. Um, you can say it's it's a social and psychological phenomenon where the fault in a crime or a situation, um, such as as abuse. Uh, a violent crime, robbery, assault, uh, disease, they're attributed to the victim. It's your fault. It's your fault you have this. You know, blame the victim. Uh, the victim is regarded as partly or completely responsible uh, for the accident, the trauma, the situation. And these are, are, are really forms that we use to rationalize and they're coping mechanisms to distance oneself from the victim and the victim's problem. Okay. okay. And a couple of examples with that, because we have a health oriented audience is type two diabetes, uh, obesity mm-hmm. or self-inflicted abuse. And that can, that can really be bad. And so, um, that those are, those are some of the, um, samples of victim blaming Nancy. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. That's great. And Kevin, what what does it really mean, though? What does it mean to be like to have or be yeah. a victim who's victim blaming? Yeah, and, and it's and it's and it, this continues that phenomenon where um, we actually believe that it's that person that person deserves what happened to them. Um, there's just there's just not. This is, this is a really strong need to believe that we all deserve our outcomes and our consequences. And, and you know, it's, it's almost like self-fulfilled, isn't it? You deserve that. And, and so that's, the, that's the part of the victim blaming. Okay. So okay. in victim mm-hmm. blaming, more common in some cultures than others? Yeah. You know what? Believe it or not, you know, from, from what I've seen, and, I, and I, I try to read as much as possible. I talk to as many people as I can. And I discover as much data as is out there. And, and what I've seen 
is that there's um, it's more prominent in let's say uh, uh, cultures like like America, like the United States. Um, we're raised in a culture to promote the American dream and the idea that we're all in control of our own destiny. Remember that your life is what you make of it. Well, mm-hmm. it's, we start to impose that on others too. But in cultures um, where sometimes because of war or poverty or maybe sometimes even just of a strong threat of, of fatalism in the culture, it's not, it, excuse me, it's a lot better recognized that sometimes bad things happen to good people. And uh, so, but as a general rule, Americans have had a, had a um, hard time with the idea that bad things happen to good people, which is odd. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely, Kevin, and they do, unfortunately. And and Kevin, what are some of the justifications, if you will, that keep us coming back or reverting to the victim mindset? You know, and and that's that's interesting. That um, when we talk about that, um, we're finding this short term comfort, and believe it or not, there's there's actually advantages to the victim mindset. And some of those advantages, excuse me, um, might be attention and validation. I mean, you can always feel good about getting feelings from other people as they're concerned about you and try to help you. Oh, let me help you. You know, it's like you're not doing well, or oh, you don't deserve that. Let me let me be there for you because people do like to help each other. Um, but on the other hand, that might not last as long because your friends, your family, your etc. tend to grow weary of that. Um, but for the short term, as I explained before, that feels really good. Uh, you don't have to take any risks with the victim mindset. When you feel like a victim, you tend to take action. Um, you tend not to take action, excuse me, and then you don't have to risk being rejected or experiencing failure. Okay? Uh, that's another advantage of the victim mindset. Uh, another one is you don't have to take the sometimes heavy responsibility compact your responsibility again. Uh, mm-hmm. Taking responsibility for your own life can be hard work, and we all know that. And you have to make difficult decisions, and it's and it's heavy sometimes. Uh, in the short term, it can feel a whole lot easier choice not to take the personal responsibility, um, but we all do. And, and, and the last one I have, the last advantage that I want to put out there is it makes you feel right. Uh, it may, and I don't mean good. I mean, all right, I'm right, you're wrong, that kind of thing. When you feel um, right, you feel a false sense of empowerment. Um, that false sense of empowerment um, and the pleasure you get from that, you actually don't just take it on yourself. You actually can go out of your way to prove others wrong. And that's not the way it should be. And that's just a false sense of, what's that word we keep using? Reality. Okay, Nancy, so that's that's pretty, that's that's an advantage. That's one of the reasons we tend to go back. Oh, also, when when um, when you are taking responsibility, when you do start focusing on the positive and you do start moving forward, unfortunately, what happens is you start to a person starts to uh, see. And I went through this at one point. That's why I'm speaking in from me. That um, that you go to avoid all that time you were using for the negatives, all that time you were using for the self pity, all that time you were using for the doubt uh, and the blame is now gone. And you're wondering what to do with that time, and, and suddenly you start to, you can easily start to fill it again with the victim mindset. But you have to keep positive. All right? 
Okay, that's great, Kevin. We still have a few minutes before we go to break, and I I know you hadn't mentioned this before, but can you touch on the topic about like setting boundaries and what you would tell your um when you're you're coaching an individual about knowing and how to set boundaries? Would that help? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so when when I'm coaching folks, and and what I do is when I coach, I help people reach their goals. That's my main objective is to help you reach your goals. Unfortunately, too many folks set these walls in front of them. And it was some time ago, I actually told my coach, because I was working with somebody, and um, I had said to them, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this and that. However, notice the rationalization, there's a 270-pound guy standing in front of me, and that was my former self. Okay? So I was setting those barriers and those boundaries for myself. What I try to do is, when it comes to those folks, is to break down those walls and start to see around the corner and to step away from themselves. And that's one of the other things that we'll talk about um, a little bit later is, is when you um, are having a victim mindset, to step away from yourself and observe it and to see what you can do better. Okay? And uh, does that answer your question, Nancy? Absolutely, Kevin. And I thank you so much for that. And thanks for providing the key points. Um, right, right at this time, we're going to pause for a commercial break. When we return, we will be discussing victim or victor, anger or launch pad with Kevin Hirsch, international <laughs> health coach. Stay tuned. We will return after these messages from our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare. <music> making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. To help support the C. diff Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate or call toll-free 1-844-4-C-DIFF. That's 1-844-367-2343. Join us in our fight against C. diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Join us on November 8th and 9th at the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo, taking place at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Philadelphia Airport Hotel. For conference information and to register online, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org or call the main office at 919-201-1512. We can't wait to see you at this year's conference. Call 919-201-1512 or visit cdifffoundation.org, and we'll see you in November. 
the CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety, as well as learn about upcoming events, teleconferences, and support sessions. To register for a session, call the CDF Foundation at 1-844-4CDF. 1-844-367-2343 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and thanks for joining us today. It's a pleasure to reintroduce our guest, Kevin Hirsch, international health coach, joining us today to discuss victim or victor, ways to help us move forward from anchor versus launchpad. Welcome back to the program, Kevin. And thank you very much, Nancy. And you're very welcome, and thanks so much for joining us today. And Kevin, you know, we really value the the ways that you do, you know, have your insight and your expertise in coaching. And if you don't mind, can you share some of the ways that you would discuss with an individual who's feeling like a victim or or has the victim mindset and they want to move past this and reach their victor side of life? Can you share some insight with us now? Yeah, yeah. So so as I work with uh, the folks um, to reach their goals, one of the first patterns I hear is, um, I tried but failed. I couldn't, uh, I didn't want to try it because I knew I would fail. Um, I keep trying to do it, but I can't. Or the big one is, um, I don't believe in myself. And when we look at those, it's, it's not like, hey, first conversation that puts it out there. It's usually after chatting with them for a little bit uh, as a coach and they start to stumble a little bit, and I start asking them why. That big reason why it, it, it helps a lot. Why did this happen? Okay, then, okay, so that happens. Why did that event happen? All right, okay, why did that event happen? And suddenly we get three layers deep when we start to discover a little bit more about where that person's mindset is. And so the, the victim mindset can also be called bad, uh, the bad habit area of your comfort zone. And if I can, it's compare that. It's the comfort zone. And, and, and what I've talked to people about is that that comfort zone and that victim mindset is where you're comfortable. It's not where you're good to go for the rest of your life. It's where you're comfortable. And it should be, in my opinion, everybody's goal to be a little bit more uncomfortable as you experience growth. Um, growth is not easy. Moving forward is not easy. And as I said before, taking on responsibility is not easy. 
if you've been caught in a non-truth, for example, if you said something because you were afraid to come out with the truth and you just said, gulp, uh, this is what happened. Uh, and then you realize that you need to have the same momentum to not hide behind that. You need to come right out and say, to show you the respect I have for you, this is what I did. And fall on the sword and move forward. That's not always easy, but that's growth. And, and it's something I put on my Facebook page um, through somebody's, uh, I put it as a, as a message for somebody. I said, um, well, number one, we are all growing. Number two, let's not judge people. Number three, when in doubt, refer to number one. Uh, because that personal growth part is about the victim mindset. It's about stepping away from that. I mean, let's face it, when the person who has an attitude of gratitude the person who seeks inspiration, the person who is always trying to motivate themselves, uh, the person who's always pushing that comfort zone. Uh, like, for example, I think I'd like to go acting, and you study acting a little bit, and you get on stage for the first time staring at 150 people. Gulp, right? But not so much for the person trying to push that comfort zone. That person does starts to not blame others, blame the past, blame... Um, abstract situations, the butterfly flapped its wings, for example, it doesn't do that. They accept responsibility and ownership. And before you know it, the victim mindset, the bad habit mindset, the, uh, the way to fail, the sabotage mindset, starts to become plan D, not plan A, plan D. And it's not even, and it falls back. Keep in mind, everybody can fall victim to that mindset. It's not hard to obtain because it's the easy way to get through. So how do I help them get through it? Now that I prefaced it with that, there's one of the first things I do is I, tell, I show people how to step away from themselves. When you, it's called stop, challenge, and choose. Uh, you stay, when you're going to do something, whether it's going to be eating something, whether it's going to be saying something, whether it's going to be doing something, that you don't feel is going to help you move forward or the people around you move forward, stop for a moment and challenge yourself. Is this going to help all of us? Is this going to move me and them forward? Is this best for the situation? And then take the empowerment and choose. Not the empowerment to sabotage, the empowerment to choose, the empowerment to grow, the empowerment to go forward. Another thing I do is I ask them to focus on a solid reason why. Why do you want something better for yourself? Why do you demand something better? Why do you imagine something out there that you want for you? What is that? Is it for you? Is it for your health? Is it for your family? Is it because you've been stuck in an eddy of time for years? Or maybe it was just months, but in many cases, it's years stuck in this eddy. And that's your norm. Now, unfortunately, as I, as I said before, we're often faced with this void of time when we shift from the negative to the positive because we don't know what to do with our time. There's one thing that I also tell my clients is we believe we have all the time in the world, but we never give ourselves enough time to reach our goals. And that's that part of it. That's that part where you're shifting your mindset from negative to positive. It is truly transformative when somebody gets it, when somebody sees that consciously or unconsciously, 
They had that victim mindset. They had those negative outlook. They, they fed on negative news to the world, uh, to a hammer the world looks like a nail. You've heard that before. And so mm-hmm. when all you do is seek negative, all you will find is negative. And all the only things that will happen to you and, and you will produce is negative. Adversely, seek positive, be positive, support positive, help others, do things for people to help them be positive, and you too will grow and you will get positive. It's not destiny. It just happens to be that your behaviors at your workplace, uh, with your finances, with your family, with your relationships, with everybody becomes positive. And that's where you grow. All right. And I'm sure all that's making perfect sense, right? So that's, that's part of what I do. And I continue to go on with helping them fail forward. When they fail forward, it's, it's, not, it's not meant as a negative thing, but it's really whatever you do, you can fail. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself if you mess up. It's okay. It's, it's what you learn from that mistake. It's with the victim mindset, when something happens, uh, what, you know, give me a negative that might happen. They might, uh, they might trip because they didn't tie their shoelace. And then they say, well, if the kid didn't distract me this morning, I would have tied my shoelace and I wouldn't have this doorknob imprint on my forehead. Yeah, that's not the kid's fault. It's because you didn't tie the shoelace. Mm-hmm. All right? And so that, that being said is as you plan yourself going forward, plan ahead. Look forward. Find the reason why. Be positive. Fail forward. And so when you do something good, you say, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone. I'm going to big time step out of the comfort zone and I'm going to do this, that, or the other. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to put a Facebook Live uh, uh, video up and you're scared to death. That's okay. And if you mess up, delete it. Okay? But when you fail forward, that all that means is you learned by your mistakes. And that's another thing that I do is I help people learn by their mistakes. If something bad happens, Kaiser, Kaiser, you know, Kaiser Aluminum, Kaiser once said, and I may misquote him because I'm going from my mind right now, uh, problems are opportunities in disguise. That's the person with the victor mindset, with the launch pad mindset. That's that person that sees that a problem is an opportunity. What can I learn from this? Okay, something bad just happened. What can I learn from it to go and grow? Go and grow, okay? The victim looks at a problem as it was meant to be. The galaxy, the universe, put that in front of me. Uh, I'm the unluckiest person in the world. You see how that's so completely out of touch with reality. It mm-hmm. has nothing to do with it. And so that being said, when, when people do that, when they fail forward, they grow, they go and grow, they too get out of this victim mindset. And that's, and that's all important. And there are other things that I help people with, but everybody's an individual. Everybody has their own reasons that they're feeling that little bit of a victimization. But most importantly, one of the things I do is I have them uh, go through a process of replacing bad habits with good habits. And bad habits can easily be um, doing absolutely nothing instead of going for a walk, doing 
things just for me when I can go outside and volunteer at a consignment shop. Okay? These little steps, every little step adds up. Every little good habit adds up to a positive lifestyle. And that gratitude and that attitude, the attitude of gratitude, right? That attitude of gratitude helps people tremendously get out of the victim mindset. All right? And so... Mm-hmm. Um, I can expand on that further. I don't. I don't know how much more uh, time you have in this segment, but there you have it. That's that's basically what I do, and I guide them. And you know what? You know what's wonderful about it, Nancy, is they become empowered. Remember, I was saying before that you're, you're the sabotage part is you're in control of destroying your own life because it's going to happen anyway. So I'm going to destroy it when, along the way. I'm going to self sabotage. No, we've just changed that negative self sabotage control into a positive empowerment. Now, you're in charge of every single thing that comes along, and, and then you are doing it, and then suddenly you find, oh, here's an option that, oh, I would have done the easier before. Now, I'm not doing that. Nope, I'm going this way. And the victim mentality becomes as alien to you as anything else. All right? So That's there you go. great, Kevin. And we have a couple of minutes before we go to break, and Kevin, can you just touch on this briefly about it's the individuals also that are in your clients and in these individuals' lives, the ones who drain them emotionally and exhaust them, how do they work with their immediate circle of either friends or family members who continuously inflict negative on, on their, you know, on them when they're trying to become positive? You know what, and all you can do is just keep pushing that, Nancy. If I'm hearing you right, is the person wants to get out of being the victim state of mind, but others are inflicting negative on them. Is that correct? Mm-hmm, correct. Right. Okay, so you know what, you, you are as strong and you are a composite of the people, the five people that you hang around. If those people that hang around you, that, that, that circle of influence, imposes themselves on you, you'll find that you'll share that same mindset. And so to fight out of that, you need to start embracing other folks outside of that group. If you, you get to a point of empowerment where the negativity that's imposed on you, it could be an abusive spouse, okay? You're worthless. You're useless. What are you doing here? What's your life about? You know what? You control that. You have to start looking at that behavior as that's them. That's not me, Okay. I, I do have value, and I can transfer value to others by helping other people, okay? And I am valuable to me, and I am an important person, all right? And so when people belittle you, that is not a reflection on you. That's the negativity is, um, in an abusive relationship. I'm using that as an example, right? That, mm-hmm. that, that doesn't mean that you are. That's just their way of controlling you, and that's they're trying to make you a victim when, in fact, they've got their own thing going on. All right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. So when they try to push that on you, don't take it. Just remember that you have value. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Kevin, for answering that and sharing the um, information. Uh, right now, at this time, we're going to pause for a commercial break. When we return, we will be reviewing the key points discussed with our guest, Kevin Hirsch, international health coach. Please stay tuned, and we'll be right back after these messages. <music> Thank you. 
Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. To help support the CDF Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate or call toll free 1 844 4 CDF. That's 1 844 367 2343. Join us in our fight against C. diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. C. diff can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing. Number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and we thank our listeners joining us today. It's a pleasure to reintroduce our guest, Kevin Hirsch, international health coach, joining us today to discuss victim or victor, anchor versus launchpad. Welcome back to the program, Kevin. Thank you, Nancy, and I hope you're enjoying today as much as I am. This is this is incredible. Yes, it's wonderful, and thanks for you know sharing all this insight and delightful information and important information with our global listeners today. And Kevin, um, can you name a few ways to stop living as the victim and moving forward to being the victor? Right, and so when when living as the victim and moving towards the victor, um, it's the same as do I have the Anchor mentality or the launch pad mentality, and I can say uh, quite uh, quite honestly here that none of us can stop living as a victim. We 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 will still have some kind of victim ideas, but but if we stop focusing on that, if we stop focusing on I'm the victim, and we and we continue to focus on I'm the victor, things change. They change almost immediately. And I would challenge everyone out there, and this is your daily challenge, is start a day where you take full responsibility for everything. 
start that day. The moment you blame somebody else, oh, you got to do it another day. Go through an entire day of taking full responsibility of every single thing that happens and watch the change. And so if I was to say, if you wanted to start living as a victor, all right, um, right off is take responsibility. Take action to move forward. Look at a problem as an opportunity and not a roadblock. Help others. Also step out of yourself and look at yourself. Look at your behavior. And another one is, what role do you play in your problems? To be honest, you are part of it because it does affect you. Okay, does that make sense, Nancy? Absolutely, Kevin. Thanks so much for sharing that. And Kevin, what if you could stop feeling like a victim once and for all? Um, what if a person who's suffering, they want to stop this very instant? What can you advise them? Right. And, and you know what? It's, although we will always have some sort of, oh, it's their fault, it's their fault. You've got to catch it right away. Right away, you've got to catch it. Okay? And you've got to snuff that out. All right? So, so here's some of the things that can be done when you want to stop feeling like a victim. I, I no longer feel like a victim. I used to. Right? I do not anymore. Okay? And um, one of the first things is stop blaming others. Blaming others may provide temporary relief from your pain, but in the long run, it will lead to feelings of powerlessness and hopelessness. Okay? So here's a quick tip if you want to help counteract the tendency to blame others. Looking at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, regardless of how you feel, what is my role in that situation? I just said that a moment ago, right? Uh, in most cases, you'll see you have the power to choose your response. You will let go or hold a grudge. What are you going to do? Okay, stop challenge cheese. Remember I said that before? Will you be hopeful or will you be helpless? All right? Another one is compassionate to yourself. Not too many people love themselves, okay? And when you talk about the, you know, the, the biblical commandment, love your neighbor as yourself, well, we also focus on the beginning part, love your neighbor. Hey, wait a minute. What if you loved yourself some more? Okay? Let's focus on loving yourself. You're going to find that as you, as you care for yourself more, you care for others more. Others care for you more. Okay? That's, that's basically how it works. So care for yourself. And, and regardless of what you said before, Nancy, about what happens when the influence in your house is negative towards you and you're trying to be positive, well, fight it off by caring for yourself, believing in yourself. Okay? It's mm -hmm. super important. Uh, I, I talked about before the um, attitude of gratitude. Okay? Practice gratitude. Romy once said, wear gratitude like a cloak and it will feed every corner of your life. That's pretty important. You see, when, when, if you, I, I challenge you to think of anyone who is thinking about what they're grateful for. Think about what you're grateful for. And then say, was I just feeling like a victim? And the answer is going to be no, because when you, when, you answer, when you think about the gratitude, you start to change internally, okay? It's like, it's practically impossible to feel like a victim when you're feeling grateful, all right? So here's a, a good way to consciously tap into the power of gratitude during difficult times. Ask yourself, what can I learn from this experience? And what I said before is, is when a problem happens, what can I learn from this? All right? That's also really good. Uh, resist that self-sabotage that I talked about. 
um, what is the root of your self-sabotage behavior? You've got to ask yourself. And most of the time, it's control. And as mm-hmm. I talked about before, is that you are experiencing this world of victimhood. You know you are 100% sure you're going to fail. So why mm-hmm. shouldn't you have control of you failing? Okay. Exactly. One act of kindness, right? Do, do I have time for a few more, Nancy? You know what, Kevin, I am so sorry, but we are running out of time. And I I just want to say before we um, close the show, if you have any closing comments before we close the program today, that would be great. I do. And and you know what? And the thing is, I have so many more items that I can go over with you all about helping you stop that victim uh, mentality. So what I'd love to do is the best way to find me, and I have a public Facebook page, just go to Facebook and uh, and just put Kevin Hirsch or hashtag Coach Kevin. You'll find me. Kevin Hirsch is H-E-R-S-H. All right. And just go ahead and send me a friend uh, request and and I'll set you up. And we can chat anytime you want. You're going to see the kind of folks that I hang around with and all the positivity. And every morning I post up a positive mm-hmm. quote. Every morning without fail, something positive goes up. And before That's you know right. it, you're going to start reading these. And I got called out the other day by somebody in the, was walking by. I said, you're Kevin, right? And I said, yes. And they said, I read your quotes every day and I share them with my family. Can I tell you how good that felt? That was empowering. So anyway, feel empowered, get there and and forget the victimhood. It's not going to take you anywhere. Be the victor, be the launch pad, be positive, be you. All right. Thank you so much, Kevin. And we will have you back again on the show as our guest so that you can continue this wonderful insight and important information with our listeners. And we thank you for joining us today on CDIP Spores and More. We're grateful for your dedication in helping others reach their goals and making positive changes in their lives. And we appreciate your coaching skills that are changing lives worldwide. At this time, the members of the CDIF Foundation wish to acknowledge all the organizations around the world, around the globe dedicated to improving health. The CDIF infection prevention treatments protecting the gut microbiome and addressing environmental safety worldwide. To learn more about C. difficile infection, recurrent C. difficile infection clinical trials in progress, please visit the C. Diff Foundation's website, cdifffoundation.org, and click the tab Clinical Trials in Progress, and please help them to help you to help others. And we would also like to extend our gratitude as the C. Diff Foundation to Synthetic Biologics for being a diamond sponsor of the 6th Annual International C. Diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo taking place on November 8th and 9th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the Embassy Suites Philadelphia Airport property. We're grateful for all the corporate exhibiting sponsors partnering with the C. Diff Foundation and whose services and products are in alignment with the global mission. We send out our get well wishes to all patients being treated and recovering from a C. difficile infection and the many wellness draining illnesses being combated across the globe. I'm your host, Nancy Corrala, with our one reminder, none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We wish you good health, continued healing, and a good day. Thank you for tuning in this week for C. diff, spores, and more. Be sure to join your host, Nancy Kerala, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our program on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. None of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We'll be right back. 